In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and we've got a great show today. We've got, gosh, Robin, we've got a full show. <laughs> we have a great show today. We've got, um, did I lose um, Sandra or did I lose me? One of the other. We have Lori Bell today. So many she people is- coming today. We've got... I think we have a confusion here. Um, I'm not sure which of us is on. Um, so I will plug it. Uh, Lori Bell is on from the National Association of Military Moms and Spouses. We have cleareddjobs.net. We have Kathleen Smith joining us from Cleared Jobs. And then today we have um, Joyce Faulkner joining us back again from the... Um, Robin, from can you hear the- me? Now I can. Yep, there I was just we saying. Go. It's just a little, you know, it's, it's the excitement, I, the pre-show excitement. I know. Well, it was funny because I wasn't sure if you were off or I was off, but I figured I'd just keep on talking. <laughs> I think they're just, you know, every I, week. Yeah, we're both off. It's just been somebody else. They're just playing tunes. Anyway, I was just saying how we have Lori Bell and on from, and we have uh, Clear Jobs coming on, but we're also having Joyce Faulkner back today, and this is always wonderful because, you know, everybody has a story in them, and Joyce is from the Military Writers Society of America. And honestly, if anybody had ever had reservations about putting their thoughts down, putting it to pen and and paper, putting pen to paper is what I'm trying to spit out. (laughs) Um, It's (laughs) it's worth putting down. And no matter if one person or a million people read it, it's worth it. So um, I just love it when Joyce is with us. I do, too, because, you know, she always gives such great advice to writers and, you know, she encourages the military community. And what I love about what she does is she's an active participant of preserving our military history through the written word. And that's just so powerful because it's a gift that she gives and she brings for generations to come. Absolutely. I think um, this is one of the most important things that we can encourage 
everyone to do is to be that part of history because so many times a story will get lost and I've said this before little things that even uh, my mother went through when she was first married and I said you need to write this down for for Emily my daughter Um, she's a newlywed and uh, those are the things that get lost we were such a storyteller society many generations ago and we've lost that so we have to make sure that that's that stays in our gener- in our society. I think so too, Rob. You know, so much of that oral tradition is now being replaced by digital media, which is great because mm-hmm. we're kind of a, you know, oral representative of a lot of the different things that are going on in the current military today. And one of the things I'm really excited about, Rob, is that in the coming months, we're going to have our small business expo online. And mm-hmm. I've lined up some really, really great guests coming on. Um, coming up soon is going to be Bob Corcoran, and he's a long time lifetime uh, business coach and he's going to bring mm-hmm. us lots of great information we've got Norma Stratton who is a woman's empowerment business coach and she works uh, exclusively in the uh, real estate and sales industry which is such a great career um, for our moms and our wives because it gives you a lot of flexibility and we're going to welcome uh, coming up in June Mark Williams and he's going to talk to us about the power of saying no in becoming successful he talks about looking for the no which to me was just such an interesting concept because i'm always looking for the yes and he's like no sam (laughs) look for the no because the people who say no you can't sell anything you can't do anything with so you want to look for the no's get rid of them push them to the side and work on the yeses and that was such an interesting concept so i'm so excited for this small business expo that we're going to bring to the air I'm excited too, for uh, on so many levels. We always find such interesting people to to meet through here, um, and and to be able to f- fill a service at the same time is going to be wonderful. It is, and I learn a lot. That's the best thing. I think oh, I've gotten I so much know. smarter. <laughs> I am so enriched by every single person that we have had in the last three years that we've had on the show. It is just amazing how how many interesting people we have. And I'll go and I'll be uh, somewhere and I'll talk to somebody. It's you should have you've got to tune into this podcast. It was wonderful. It's just exciting. It really is. It is well, like you know, you put it so nice. You're like you're enriched. I become smarter, but. Um, <laughs> It's so much fun because every week, you know, we bring to the airwaves, you know, just everything from people who make quilts to military fly moms to, you know, the small business expo to authors to charities. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like uh, Lori Bell's NAMAS, the National Association of Military Moms. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know about it and it's really cool. Absolutely. And this is what's so exciting is that there is a lot out there and and it's just a matter of networking. And don't we do that well? I, I, and not just I'm not saying you and me. I, I think women network really well. And um, I, I'm just really excited about it. I wanted to bring up something that I found on the web, San, um, talking about storytelling and um being able to perpetuate things. I found um, a website that is for military children and youth, and it's called A Backpack Journalist. And a lot of young people are are not only journaling, but they are... Uh, 
learning the um, communications industry. They're learning photography. This is just really exciting, and I stumbled upon this and found it to be really, really multi-level because not only is it giving them the opportunity to learn about uh, journalistic reporting, it's giving them a chance to interview people from past generations, it's giving them career paths moving forward, but it's also giving them an outlet. If they are military children, they need to be talking about deployment. They need to talk about the difficulties of, of their parents' reintegration. This is just exciting. And it so is exciting. I wanted to share that. I just wanted to share that. Uh, the, the, the website is abackpackjournalist.com, and it is targeted. It's called Hands-On Training for Military Children and Youth, and they have a summer camp coming up. If you're interested in learning more about their summer camp, if you want to learn more about their uh, work that they have done, um, digital storytelling, backpack learning, really exciting. So I, I just wanted to throw that out there, and that was my little find for the week, my little internet find. I thought it was very, very interesting. That is, that is. There's so many great things going on right now, um, you know, within the military community. I'm still excited about the social media, you know, the stuff that I mm-hmm. see go on in Facebook. And, you know, I'm going to put another shout out this week to my girls over at Fort Sill Army Wives because they just continue yay! yay, to be so much fun. And they're such great supporters of the show. And we got interviewed this week um, uh, by a reporter from the Fort Bliss Monitor. So we want to say a big hello out to Fort Bliss and how great it is to be honored by their newspaper and to be interviewed. That was really fun. It was fun to be on the other side of the interview. <laughs> I know sometimes it is kind of hard, isn't it? Because you're thinking of the next question versus you've got to be thinking of the next answer. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and it was so funny because, you know, she asked me, and I'm sure, Robin, you got asked the same question, you know, what is the best thing about you know, military mom talk radio. And it was so hard for me to come up with one answer because it's so feels so good oh. every week. Oh, did I lose you? No, I'm here. It feels so good every week to get on the air and make a difference, you know, and bring this information. But then we get to meet all these cool people. We get to make friends all over the military, not only, you know, with the brass, the service members and their families. It was really hard to come up with just one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and that's the beauty of this is that it isn't just one. It's it's it. This is really a, a, a truly multi-level opportunity that that we have every single week to, to meet all of these people and to bring so much interesting and interesting things to everybody. So and we, we are numbers are growing We're we've got a lot of people out there. So we're really excited to have each and every one of you. Yeah, and I, you know, that's where the social media has been so fun because, you know, these military wives and military moms and military family members discover the show and they're like, we love this show. This is so great. (laughs) People can go on iTunes and download old shows because we've got shows on PTSD. We've got shows on, you know, great authors, great reads. We've got medical professionals that come on. We have childcare experts. Mm -hmm. My God, Rob, what haven't we covered in the last three years? 
I don't know. I, I, I we, whatever it is, we're certainly due to find it because <laughs> the phone's always ringing. We're always finding new people, and we love it. We, we, we hope everybody will drop us a note every once in a while. You know, Sam, we've got a minute left, and on the other side of the break, I know Kathleen Smith from ClearJobs.net has done a presentation on internet. Uh, and social uh, networking as far as job searches is concerned. So it'll be interesting to ha- to talk to her on the other side of the break. Um, and she, again, is representing clearedjobs.net. Um, definitely a website you want to check out and uh, really take some time to peruse. There's an awful lot on that website. And, um, again, we want to make sure that everybody joins us for um, uh, on the podcasts because we really do have a well of things there. Um, On the other side of the break, we're going to meet Kathleen Smith. And uh, again, it's clearjobs.net. Lots of questions. Oh my gosh, we we have so many questions to ask Kathleen. I hope she's ready. Get a cup of tea and get ready because we'll be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's in. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. 
covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra and Robin, and we are going to go right to welcoming our guest because she has so much to share with us. We have Kathleen Smith from clearjobs.net, and uh, Kathleen, can you hear me? I sure can, Sandra. Oh, thank you for coming on the show today. So what's clearjobs.net for our viewers who or our listeners who haven't uh, caught earlier broadcasts that you've been on? Well, it's wonderful to be back. I love your guys' show. Just love all the things that you're doing for the community, and you're always a good crack-up, so I love being here. <laughs> Clearjobs.net. Have you every week if you would say that. <laughs> uh, I, I needed, I needed a, an afternoon giggle, and I certainly got it, so thanks, guys. I really needed it. So Clearjobs.net is a veteran-owned company. We were uh, founded by a couple of Marines. So uh, happy, happy Marines are here in the halls. But we are a clear job board. And what that means is, is that we are a resource for people who are looking for a job to look at job postings and to look at a variety of different resources that people might want to use as far as their job search. Now, what a cleared job board is, is meaning that only the jobs that we are posting are for people with security clearances. We also do cleared job fairs here in the Washington, D.C. area, and we only look, we only offer jobs for people with security clearances. And the reason why we make that distinction is that the employers that we work Work with our cleared facilities employers. Those are the people that can hold a person's clearance. So if someone's coming out of the military and they want to make sure that they're continuing security cleared work and supporting the mission, they want to make sure that they're going to go work with a cleared facilities employer. So that's why we only have jobs that are posted by cleared facilities employers and only jobs, um, only companies that are cleared facilities employers at our job fairs. Wow, that's so amazing. That's so amazing. I just think that's so good. Um, it's such a f- defined market. Um, I just think that's really cool. So now, you guys are doing some neat stuff for Military Appreciation Month, which is this month. Mm-hmm. Well, we always have a great time in, Octo- in uh, May. I was going to say October, because we also have a good time in October when we <laughs> honor the Marines for their birthday, and we also do the Wounded Warrior Ride in October. But May, we really do something pretty much every week. So we recognize a veteran every Monday on Military Monday on Twitter, and we ask that veteran to put together a blog post of the four or five things that they found difficult in their transition from, you know, working in the military community and moving into the commercial community and some of their tidbits that they can pass on to other people. We also make sure that we go out to all of our bases within the area and we continue our social media courses that we teach. We actually call it social media and sandwiches because, unfortunately, the TAP class, that uh, outline is out there doesn't incorporate having social media and they said they weren't willing to change the schedule so I said I'm sorry people out there need to know more about social media and their job search so I'm going to bring sandwiches so that's what we do we bring sandwiches (laughs) 
and we teach social media to folks who are transitioning out of the military because they need to know that for their job search. But then we also realize that, as you guys were saying earlier, that there are so many people in the military who are on Twitter, on Facebook, on various different social media. So we started something called the Military Spouse Appreciation Campaign, and that has gone from this year from April 30th until May 11th, and we uh, put together a certificate that is sent out over Twitter, over our Twitter handle, Mill Spouse Day, and we recognize a different military spouse each day. So if anyone has a military spouse that they would like to recognize, just send a tweet to at Mill Spouse Day, and we'll put together a certificate and send that out to them. We're also doing a variety of other events here in the Washington, D.C. area. We're part of a group called Recruit D.C., which brings together all of the recruiters in the Washington, D.C. area. And one of the things we'll be doing is a military hiring panel. This is something that I'm leading. I've realized that there are so many veterans who need to be hired, but the big disconnect that is happening is recruiters do not understand how to recruit a veteran. They don't understand the cultural differences and they don't understand the commitment that a company needs to make to veteran hiring. So we're bringing together four or five people who are on the front lines of veteran hiring and saying, what are the five tips you can handle, hand off to any recruiter so that they can turn around making sure that more veterans are hired in their companies? Well, and that it works, Kath. That's like what's so important because most of, of the employers I talk to, all they see is the veteran credit. You know, they're like, right. ooh, we get this tax credit, so we're going to hire a veteran. Wahoo, wah. It's like getting a puppy on Christmas morning. And, you know, mm-hmm. they don't even have a crate, uh, most of them. So that's really insulting to our to our sponsors <laughs> and our advertisers. But, but it's, there's a lot of truth to it. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, it's it's something I, I appreciate that there are so many companies who say, yes, we're on the bandwagon, yes, we want to do this, but they don't understand, as one of my panelists said, that this is a commitment from top down all the way through from senior management explaining to people that you have to have an, uh, a mentoring program, you have to have education, you have to have training inside the company to make the, the transition easier for the veteran, but also to recognize the value of, you know, the value of bringing in a military veteran and how to be able to translate those skills into benefits for the company. So I I got really frustrated and I said, there's got to be something I can do. And I said to my board members at Recruit DC, we've got to have an hour focused on military hiring, and I'm really honored Colonel David Sutherland, who is the Special Assistant to the Joint Chiefs of Staff on Wounded Care and Military Family Support, is actually going to come and do the keynote speak uh, speech for the Recruit DC to really remind people that, you know, these are people who, our veterans are people who have brought so much safety and security to our country, and we owe them a debt of gratitude, and we really need to change the way we think about hiring veterans. Amen to that. I think that's so great because that's a big thing Robin and I always get on our bandwagon about is, you know, making relationships that work. You know, it sounds good on paper and it looks good on your tax forms and um, it sounds great. It's great PR, but there's a lot more to it than just signing somebody up. 
Well, that's one of you know, one of our panelists is also um, a former Marine, and he talks about his experience of the first three months of his new job, and he was so frustrated, and there was no one to talk to, and there was no one to share his frustration, and he left the company. And that's, you know, pretty much what happens when the veteran and the company do not understand the cultural difference, and more than 80% of transitioning veterans leave their first job within the first year because they just sort of say, I this isn't what I thought it was going to be. So we want to make sure that, you know, the transition is successful for both the company and the veteran. Yeah, because it's tough on everybody. You know, I've watched yeah. some of my vet friends, you know, transition into companies. Like I remember, you know, one going to this company that I can't name because I'll probably get sued. But he was the only one there. And it was a mm-hmm. nightmare. It was an absolute mm-hmm. nightmare for this guy. The company was mad, but they wanted to keep him. And, you know, then there's another company, a big national soda company that hired like a bunch of the guys out of the third Anglico. And they had a good support structure in place. There were other ex-military there there was a mentoring program to guide them through a lot of those guys are Mm -hmm. still there today and that's we're going back five six seven years that's what we want we want it to Mm -hmm. work long term Mm -hmm. yes it's it's amazing there are some simple steps but it you know it's making that commitment up front. So that's part of what we're doing for Military Appreciation Day, Appreciation Month. Uh, it's really interesting because this has really gained a lot of steam, and I'm really pr- proud to see this happen because when we came up with the Military Spouse Appreciation Campaign on Twitter a few years ago, people were like, you know, what was that? What were we doing? But as I found with anything in social media, if you, if you believe in the program, you have to commit to it, and you have to continue providing support to it. So I'm really glad that every year we we pick 100 to 200 military spouses to recognize, and and it really makes a difference in their day. I mean, I can't recognize everyone. I wish I could, but to be able to make a difference in one to 200 people's days really makes my day. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, the other thing that we do that we're preparing right now is we're preparing for the Wounded Warrior EOD ride. There's lots of different programs out there that support the Wounded Warriors, but we have an office in San Diego, and many of our staff out there ride, you know, these big, long, grueling bike rides. And they decided that they wanted to help some of their buddies that were uh, working in the EOD and realized that there was money that needed to be raised for the EOD, Wounded EOD Foundation. So these guys put together a ride. They go out uh, one weekend every October, ride about two. 200, um, <clears throat> excuse me, 200 miles, and, you know, they raise a lot of money for their comrades that have been wounded in the, in the EOD uh, well, program. Where do they go, like Sorry. L.A. to San Diego or San Francisco to San Diego? No, that's 800 miles. Where do they ride from to and from? <laughs> no, they, well, what's great is that they start in L.A., and then they ride through Camp Pendleton, and they end at Liberty Station in San Diego. Okay, so here's how Military Mom's going to support your event. I'm going to get a beach chair, and I'm going to... Okay. (laughs) I want to make sure, Sandra, we let everybody know that they can find more information at clearedjobs.net, and that's C-L-E-A-R-E-D-J-O-B-S 
www.eodwarriorfoundation.net. Uh, you'll find more about the EOD Warrior Foundation ride, which is in October, right, Kathleen? It's in October, the first weekend of October. First weekend in October. And if you have uh, a military spouse that you would like to include in um, the Appreciation Week, you've got until Friday to tweet to at Mill Spouse Day uh, and send that name, and they will definitely um, send an appreciation out. There's so many ways that you are uh, impacting our community, and we thank you, Kathleen, so much. Oh, my pleasure. We, I love uh, being with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we love you too, and thanks for all that you're doing for our military community. On the other side of the break, we have Lori Bell. The NAMIS community is like a great support bra. When life gets tough, we'll help hold you up and together. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Back with Lori in a minute. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Kirk Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra and Robin, and uh, we just had a great, great segment with Kathleen Smith of ClearJobs.net. You guys should look her up. Um, and they were talking about the undefeated two-day ride fundraiser for Wounded EOD Warrior Foundation. And uh, I got cut off, but Rob, I wanted to tell everybody that the way Military Mom Talk Radio is going to support this event, because you know it's right in our local area, I'm going to mm. get a beach chair, I'm going to take a beer, sit in my bikini, and wave at all the guys as they ride by. <laughs> They're not going to finish the ride if you do that. <laughs> I just figured we got to show our support somehow. We're both broke, scraping the bottom of the barrel in this market. So uh, I figured that would be a great thing. I'll cheer. I'll blow whistles and I'll go, yoo-hoo. <laughs> You're going to cause accidents, Sandra. I don't think that's a good idea. I think we need to find another way. <laughs> oh, right. Robin is the my silliness. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. You go do whatever you want in your bikini. Okay, okay. I got some new ones because it's we're just getting into bikini season out here, so it's just so great. Um, and for anybody out there who says you're 40 years old, you're too old to wear a bikini, just just settle down. Um, I think oh. anybody should wear whatever they want to wear. You know, one of the ladies growing up near my house, Rob, in upstate New York was like 86, and she would rock this two-piece. It was not a true bikini. It was a two-piece. But she would get out there 80 years old swimming with her little goggles on and her little midriff showing, and I was like, that's it. I'm going to wear these suckers till I die. There you go. There you go. Well, speaking of outstanding women, we have Lori Bell coming up, the founder and pres- uh, president, El Presidente, of NAMAS.org, the National Association Lori. of Military Moms and Spouses. And this is the only network of its kind that brings thousands of service moms of service members and spouses together in one supportive online community, except for our radio show. Um, <laughs> I just have to give you some some flack, uh, Lori. You're coming back. You've been on here before, so we're so excited to have you. Uh, Lori, can you talk about how you came to start NAMIS, and, and why did you do it? Oh, man. Well, thanks for having me on again. This is so much fun listening to you guys. Um, NAMIS started because my, my husband <laughs> deployed. <laughs> and uh, the first time he deployed, and, and I needed a support network. Um, we were stationed in Alaska, and I was just kind of wandering around on the Internet one day wondering where do spouses go when they needed to connect and kind of hang out and socialize a little bit. And um, this was back in 2009. I didn't really see much of anything. There's And now today there's several Facebook groups out there. But um, – I wanted to create my own thing, so uh, I started National Association of Military Moms and Spouses. And um, back then, we we had about seven people, like seven of my friends. I said, "You better join us." I started, so let's just yeah, do it. We're national, so you better join us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they did, and now today we have a little over two thousand members, and um, looking to expand the membership in, in new and fun ways. So I'm really excited about all the things that Namus is able to do uh, through the members how they socialize together, talk to each other, um, help each other through things. And uh, the in- most interesting group is the military moms, the service members. These are some hardcore women who love their sons and daughters. And um, it's like sending your baby off to the world. I mean, and so the <laughs> the no, dynamic is a lot more different. You know. Yeah. 
That yeah. just think, you know, it's like, and this is going to be an awful thing. I take a lot of flack for saying awful things, but I am a mother <laughs> and I've been a wife. Mm. I would so rather have sent my husband than my kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's just something in us, that mama bear that comes out that says mm-hmm. like, you know, I won't like it if you hurt my husband, but I'll kill you if you hurt my kid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the attitude. And uh, so a lot of moms don't really know what to expect when their son or daughter goes off to boot camp or when they send them off to the academy or to college, um, especially boot camp, because it's like, well, when is that first phone call coming? So they get on there and they talk to other moms who've been there. And uh, we've done something very interesting with the membership where uh, we recently had to, we began doing a membership, uh, an exclusive membership fee because we had a lot of people joining who were spammers and they oh. just wanted to sell things and mm-hmm. Oh, I'm really... sure they went on and wanted to promote their radio show, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> and we are, we love our radio partners, and you definitely would be one. But um, yeah, so we had to make it exclusive, and I think it's helped weed it out, weed out a lot of just the junk. And there's something about having an exclusive community that's just for you, just just your place to go. So that's one of the the, the best thing I like about um, what we've done there at Namus, and it's really just member driven. Member base. Well, and that's so important, Lori, because, you know, your fees are not high. You know, you, what you do is so important. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like rich people or celebrities that go eat, you know, a $50 meatball sub at an exclusive yeah. restaurant just so they don't get bothered by other people. And to go right. to a group unmolested without the opportunist trying to sell the military family everything under the sun, uh, <laughs> that's so great. I know. I'm just, corporate sponsors are just dropping like flies today. <laughs> But you know you're right, and that's that's the biggest challenge I had. It was everybody from small business to big business going, you know, let me add them, you know. And I was I'm very protective over over our members, and and I figured that was the best way to do it. I, I think uh, for the longest time I was undervaluing the community, keeping it free, and I figured you know what, fourteen ninety five a year. We could do that. If you find worth and value in it, we can do that. And and so the stories that come out of it where the uh, reserve moms or guard spouses who don't live near a military base, they find their niche right there in the community because nobody speaks their language on their block. They're the only military families for miles. Um, and so they find their family, they find friends right there on the site. So it's a nice yeah, thing. I, I like it. The price of like two cups of coffee at Starbucks, you've got a year membership. Exactly. Exactly. So, Lori, uh, th- you were uh, recognized or you were honored uh, a couple of years ago as mm-hmm. the um, Military Spouse Magazine's 2010 Spouse of the Year. How mm-hmm. has how is that <laughs> for you representing so many people? But how has that changed maybe uh, the direction that you've taken NAMAS since then? Oh, my goodness. I tell you what. Military Spouse Magazine, they have done an awesome thing by honoring us, not only with our own publication, but also an award that honors the, the military spouse. And it's, it, as a matter of fact, this week we're getting ready to pass the torch from the 20, 2011 person to the new 2012 person. Uh, just this week, um, this Thursday here in D.C., we're going to have a luncheon to honor the, the 2012 winner. Um, but for NAMIS. No, no. Oh, my gosh. Babette Maxwell would have a cow if we did crowns and sashes. Because, you know what, um, when the award first started in 2008, and, and I was named in 2010, um, it, it, nobody knew what it was, and everybody thought, oh, how nice. You guys get your own little thing. But I think 
around about my year where all the other branch winners and then where I was, um, we all had our own platforms and own things that we really wanted to do for the for military spouses. And that award represents over one million military spouses all over the country. So to be named as as one who is doing what they 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 deem valuable and worthy to recognize, it was so humbling. And so it's really helped me see that. It's not about where I am and what I'm doing, but it is it's really, it's kind of like a domino effect. When you start serving, you step out there and you do things that you think are insignificant, they have a huge impact and lasting impact on people that you don't even, even know, that you don't even realize. Um, I still meet people today that say, wow, I remember you. You were on the cover, and that was in 2010. So um, well, it, it, it really is. that you're good looking, too. <laughs> well, thank you. My husband thinks so too. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, it's just an awesome, awesome thing to be recognized like that way, and to have a national award, a national magazine say that, hey, you guys are doing something great. Um, and then the, it, it continues to get bigger and better every year. The the thing that these spouses are bringing to the table now is just mind blowing. What people are doing. Well, you've make... got some pretty good things going on, my friend. This book coming out, uh, yeah. Prosper Where You're Planted, The Military Spouse Guide to Creating the Life You Want with the Military Life You Get. I love that caveat on there because planted is just the perfect word. Where mm-hmm. are you from originally? Because you have this wonderful southern accent. South Carolina. <laughs> so you went from South Carolina to Alaska. Alaska. Talk about mm-hmm. taking a lily and planting it in an ice field. <laughs> Yeah, that was, but you know, I uh, actually served in the Air Force for 10 years. So, um, and I've lived in Japan and I've done Italy and we've, we've had quite a few exciting assignments. And, and my journey to prospering your planet actually started when I got out of the military because I had big dreams and big goals and nothing was working. And it was because I could not get planted. Um, and it was, it was a mental thing and it was a heart issue that I didn't want to be where I was. I wanted to be where somebody else was and where I thought I should be. And um, it's, it really, that message was born out of my own personal journey uh, where I believe God has really taken me through where I'm kind of going, okay, I'm done fighting against what I'm called to do, and I'm ready to just settle down, and here I am. And that's actually when that award started, that, that award started um, just kind of ballooning into something much bigger even now with NAMIS being as big, with the book um, that I'm releasing this year. And it's just, I see the need for it in our community because when you say planted, get planted to a military spouse. I mean, that's almost because when do we ever get planted? We're always moving. And we're always in transition. Now, Lori, will we find your book on your website, your NAMIS website? I, I definitely will when it's released. And mm-hmm. also I'm, I want to get it online and, and uh, get it into the bookstores and, and every, anywhere where books are sold. But most, the first place where it will be released will be at our first live event, our NAMIS live event, Prosper Where You Planted Boost Camp in oh, October. Good. 
in October. Yeah, Lori's coming back to promote that, right? Before I was just going to say, we want to make sure Lori's coming back. Lori, we're good. we've got to close the segment, and I all, I'm always okay. so sad to close it up, but we know we'll have you back on another day, and we'll have lots more information. Uh, please visit Lori and all of her network at nammas.org, and mm-hmm. we thank you so much, Lori, for coming by and saying hi. You're awesome. Thank you so much for having me. On the other side of the break, we're going to have another Author's Corner with Joyce Faulkner from the Military Writers Society of America. I love Joyce, and we can't wait to hear what she's got today. Back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Friday Night Camp Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gaybors. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal, the unknown political biased man, and people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Lauren Christie, 10 to midnight Eastern on Toginet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where All Biz Talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's in. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra and Robin. And for those of you that missed the earlier segments of the show, we had Kathleen Smith of ClearedJobs.net talking about all the exciting things that they're doing over there for uh, May, which is military, um, I don't know, wife or family appreciation month. It's hard to keep up with these months. Uh, we had Lori Bell, who's the president of NAMIS, the National Association of Military Moms and Spouses. That's something you should check out at namas.org, N-A-M-M-A-S.org. And then we get to welcome the power guru, the woman who knows everything there is to know about writing military books, publishing military books, and she's been a member of the Military Writers Society of America since 2006. She served as secretary and webmaster, and now, now she is the president. So it's like serious power women today. We've had two presidents yes, and a social media expert. I'm so humbled. <laughs> well, hello. Enjoys. Nice to be here. <laughs> yeah. How's that for a lead-in? Yes. Love it. <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, you uh, you definitely. Uh, sometimes people would say, "Wow, what an act to follow!" But honestly, you are a, uh, a gem, and we are just so grateful that you're here with us once a month to help encourage us. Don't you agree that there are just so many um, stories out there, untold stories, and all it takes is just for somebody to sit down and say, "Okay, uh, where do I begin?" And once you've begun, um, then it just opens up so much for just not only that person, but everybody else will be blessed with that book afterwards. Oh, absolutely. And, and any, even, even in smaller formats, uh, an article or a, a short story or a, a blog uh, is a way to reach out and rescue these stories before they get forgotten. Now, does Military Writers Society have a blog that you can direct people to? Yeah, yes, you can. Uh, just go to our uh, website, militarywriters.com, and uh, everybody in the uh, organization has uh, a, a place where they can uh, put their information in their blogging uh, comments and things like that, and that appears right at the bottom of our front page. Okay. So um, a lot of times people will put their stories, uh, little short stories, and, of course, we do have... Uh, a Facebook as well, uh, a Facebook mm-hmm. group that people are welcome to come and join. Now, once somebody has started, I think you, you have um, you, you have a manuscript. You start putting things together. You've got mm-hmm. your thoughts kind of in in process. What's next, Joyce? I, I mean, that I think that that's where probably a lot of people may start, but never follow through because it's a little daunting as to how to it go is, about bringing it to the next level. It is the first time you go through it, for sure. Uh, the second and third and fourth and 20th time you start to get uh, to know your way around the field, so to speak. Uh, probably the first thing that you want to do is to decide what your purpose is. Uh, a lot of times uh, uh, people write something just for their family. Uh, or they write something uh, that's uh, for their uh, church or their social organization. Uh, so how you would publish something like that would be different than if you have 
literary aspirations or you want your book ultimately to end up in the National Archives, for example. Mm. So you need to have a purpose and you need to be realistic about your purpose. Um, if you're only going to, you know, if you're uh, only going to write one book because you feel like you only have one story, uh, then it's probably uh, more reasonable to think about uh, self-publishing or subsidy publishing. If, on the other hand, you plan on writing every day of your life and you have literary aspirations, then it's probably worth your while to go through the process of what we call a traditional publisher. So, essentially, I've tossed out there the three basic ways of publishing your material, traditional, subsidy, and self-publishing. Um, and to make the choice on that, right now, um, there are many ways of doing all three. Uh, for example, uh, a book can be published as a, a traditional book like we're used to seeing, as that you carry around and put, you know, put your backpack. But a lot of books now are coming out for Kindle and iTunes, and you can read them on your phone. You can mm. read them in uh, a tablet. You can read them on a Kindle itself or a, an iPad. So uh, The mobile uh, devices are exploding right now. They're absolutely exactly. exploding. Exactly. So, for example, if you are traditionally published, meaning somebody funds you the whole way through, and pays for every bit of it, and you get just a small fraction of what comes back. Uh, in other words, that's your royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also publishing things on all these different platforms. Uh, if you're going to do it uh, self-publishing, you can do it yourself. And you mm-hmm. also can put it into an ebook or an app on a phone or, uh, you know, in a blog on a tablet. Uh, there's just such a variety of approaches that you can take. So knowing your purpose, again, comes right back to that. What do you want to do with this material that you've sit down, you've, you've created, you've edited it, you've written it, you've edited it, you've uh, had other people read it, they look at it, and they say, oh, this really needs to be out there. This is an important story. Well, now the next step is who, who's going to do it. So the target... Uh, audience is the next step you need to decide. Is this just for military people? Is it just for women? Is it just for children? Is it just for church? Uh, you have a, a variety of audiences out there. So who you choose to publish your book may depend on who you want to read your book. So, for example, if you are uh, have written a, a, a religious book, you may want to check out all of the uh, Christian uh, publishers that are out there because, uh, and this isn't even a philosophical thing, because they have already made investments in mm. the channels that reach the audience that you want to touch. Um, and they have stores, and they have websites, and they have distribution. And that makes it easier for you to get your book to the people you want to see it. Same way with children's books. Say you've written Mm. a book about, um, you know, uh, what it's like to be a a military, uh, a child in a military family. Um, You want to look at the children's publishers that are out there and determine who can do the best job of getting your book to that audience. 
So traditional Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I I just had a a little tangent here, a question. If you've published Mm -hmm. something in a traditional format, Mm -hmm. you have an ISBN number and then decide, Mm -hmm. okay, that was done in in a traditional book. I'd like to get it for mobile devices. Now, do you have to start all over again and, uh, or, or can you just go ahead and take that existing publication and just convert it to the right format? You, you, that's a wonderful question. Uh, and it's something that's going on in the uh, uh, publishing industry right now between authors and publishers. It depends upon your contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those people who uh, signed on with a publisher, say, five, ten years ago, you probably gave up your electronic rights. And oh, uh, it I will see. depend on the, on the publisher whether or not they want to publish as an ebook. However, most recently, authors are saying, I'm not giving up my, uh, my uh, ebook rights, my electronic rights, because uh, it's so easy to publish on Kindle. It's, it's essentially free, and you get 70% of the uh, yeah. price of the book if you, right. if you do it yourself, that even big public. Uh, Big uh, authors who have sold millions of books uh, have decided to go that route themselves because it's more lucrative, um, mm. and they've already they're already popular. <laughs> yeah. People know yeah. they're there, you know. So it's a, it's a great opportunity. So for anybody these days who's, who's signing with a traditional publisher, I always recommend uh, hold your your electronic rights to yourself and make sure that that's specified in your contract. Good point. Uh, for that very reason. Because yeah. every novice has uh, is faced with a contract, and unless you kind of know the ins and outs of that particular industry, uh, y- yeah, you're going to overlook a few couple of little details, and that's just a real powerful one for us to watch for. Joyce, we yeah. only have a couple of minutes till the end. I want you huh? to uh, make sure that you give everybody your website again, so that uh, everyone knows where to contact you. Okay, you can go to Military Writers. Dot com. Uh, that's writers with an S. Okay. Uh, and uh, my email address is mwsapresident at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to have you join us to come if you're writers. Uh, and we have programming for those people who are just beginning to write, for those who are just beginning to publish, and then for the old hands. Uh, last weekend we had a wonderful book discussion forum. Uh, that we uh, do regularly. So uh, if you're in that any stage of the game, that gives you an opportunity to talk with other people who are going through the same process. Wow, how, how wonderful. And Facebook, is it Military Writers or is it your acronym? It's Military Writers of America uh, as a group. And so okay. if you search on that, Great. you'll be able to find it. Excellent. Well, Joyce, I hope we'll have you back next month. Um, we have you on the calendar. It. Yay. I'm on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Joyce Faulkner from Military Writers Society of America. Always such wonderful information. Next week, be sure to join us because we'll have Debbie Gregory from MilitaryConnection.com. She's been here with us, and boy, she never ceases to amaze me, the wealth of information that woman has for us. We're also going to invite Bob Corcoran here. He is from, uh, uh, he will begin our small business expo that Sandra was talking about earlier. So you'll want to 
tune in for that and get a great head start on the Small Business Expo that we've got planned here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Be sure to always check our podcasts on iTunes and here on the Toganet Network. Our show page always has our podcasts of past shows. You'll want to uh, check in and not miss any of it. Thanks so much, everyone, for being here today. We'll watch for you next week on Military Mom Talk Radio. Bye-bye.